Hi there, you are listening to the Guitar Speak podcast. My name is Matt Wakeling and this is the show I produce in Sydney, Australia, where I speak to leading guitarists and guitar figures from all around the world. Thank you so much for joining me for episode number 151. Now today we're doing something a little bit different. I'm joined by my friends Rob Rhodes and Gabor Jessica to create a commentary track to the recently released and already legendary JHS production of Pedals the Musical. This show has been out for less than a week and it has already raked up very close to 100,000 views and I thought it'd be fun to have a look over it and discuss all the good pedal time fun that it provides. Now today's episode is brought to you by Fretboard Biology, the comprehensive online guitar course put together by our friend Joe Elliott, former head of guitar at the Guitar Institute of Technology in LA and also the McNally Smith College of Music. Joe knows what he's talking about when it comes to guitar education and here's a few words from Joe about the course. You're tired of wading through hundreds of random guitar videos and just want to become a better player. Fretboard Biology is your answer. Fretboard Biology is a self-paced, college-level program that will give you the right instruction, in the right amounts, and in the right order. You'll learn the same information I taught to thousands of other guitar players over 30 years of teaching in top music colleges. If you want to make real progress with your guitar playing, then sign up for a free 7-day trial at fretboardbiology.com. Now, as you may know, if you've listened to this show for a little while, I am in music education, have been for many years. And uh, with that behind me, I can say that I really love the way Joe has put this course together. I was um, asked to be a beta tester when the course was being assembled, and I love the, the logical and thorough way it was set out. So I'm very happy to have Joe and his team on as sponsors, and I'm very happy to endorse the product. So check out the links in our show notes for Fretboard Biology. Now, onto our commentary track for Pedals the Musical. Now, there have been rumblings about this musical uh, for some time, and a lot of people, myself included, thought it was it was a joke, but for Josh Scott, the mastermind behind JHS Pedals, it was anything but. He was working alongside uh, Sweetwater. Uh, they assembled the budget, they put some, some tunes and a story together, and um, it's incredibly funny, incredibly nerdy, uh, <laughs> very accurate about the historical development about these pedals. And I thought, who better to ask along than my friends Rob Rhodes and Gabor Jessica, two excellent guitar players and musicians and utter gear nerds as well. So they were the perfect guys to bring along and to talk about the production. Rob runs the band Living in the 70s. He also hosts The Musicians In and he's a, a, an all-rounder. He understands marketing and promoting bands and uh, he works non-stop. Great musician. Gabor Jessica, another fantastic working musician and teacher, music teacher, uh, guitar teacher, I should say. He um, also co-hosts the super fun, awesome Happy Time Pedal Show, which is a brilliant YouTube channel uh, where he and his co-host Alex um, check out a whole bunch of pedals, new stuff, old stuff, digital, analog, you name it, they've had it on the super fun, awesome, happy time pedal show. That's hard to say, but I'm getting better at it every time. All right, we are going to jump into the musical. So you can just listen to our commentary. You'll hear the, 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 the musical in the background. Or for the third, uh, third dimension, you can queue up the, um, the video on YouTube, get it to zero, and I'll count you in when to press play so you can watch as you listen to us. However you do it, I hope you enjoy this episode and uh, let's jump straight in. Rob and Gabor, welcome to the Guitar Pedals, the musical commentary on the Guitar Speak podcast. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to be here. Yeah, nice to catch up with you guys. Yeah, we've, we've bumped into each other, mainly... Um, Rob, through the Musicians Inn, which is your online uh, COVID get-together weekly. What's, um, we're recording this in March 2021, so things are looking slightly more positive here in Australia. What have you guys been up to? Um, I'll start with Rob. What, what's happening with your gigs? Um, well, uh, my 70s show, Living in the 70s, is, has been going pretty strong. 
uh, sort of came back with gigs in July, one or two a month, but that was sort of up to about eight or nine a month now, doing ticketed, some of our own ticketed shows as well as, look, mostly it's in Queensland. Queensland is back, back to business as usual pretty much. Um, yeah, great. So, yeah, there's been plenty of band gigs and the odd solo one in between. Nice. Very cool. Very cool. How about you, Gabor? We've, uh, of course, you've been churning out the stuff on the, I'll try and get this right, the super fun, awesome, happy time pedal show. show. That's the one. <laughs> Is that right? Oh, wow. wow. It's a silly name. It's a <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we do love it. Um, yeah, yeah, it's been good. So I'm up in Queensland. So uh, for me, it's been now for, I don't know, since since before Christmas, it's been almost everything back to normal. Um, there's still a few venues that aren't quite back yet um, uh-huh. because it's still a little bit limited with numbers they're allowed to have. But I'm back to sort of gigging two, three a week. Um, Great. Almost, almost normal. Fantastic. Yeah. Cool, man. And what's what's coming up with the show? What's the latest? The pedal show? Uh, yeah. Oh, lots of stuff. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of new guitars. Um, we're about to actually, the, 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 the big scoop... Uh, we're about to do um, a series of videos on integrating Eurorack with guitar. So, oh, wow. so we've cool. got a, a, a whole bunch of Eurorack gear that's starting to arrive and um, trying to integrate it and using, you know, there's MIDI control stuff that you can, so having MIDI switches and expression pedals and seeing how far we can take it uh, and how nerdy we can possibly make it. Um, <laughs> but integrating Eurorack um effects with guitar so that's sort of coming that's sort of one of the biggest sort of series of things we're 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 doing in the next month or so nice nice sounds fun man sounds fun you you guys are killing it you guys are doing so well oh thank you thank you yeah we're we're, we're trying we're trying (laughs) it's uh it's uh you know um it's going really well people seem to be sending us stuff all the time and uh uh, we're almost getting to the point where we we're you know we don't almost don't have the time to fit everything in or, you know, things, wow. it takes a while. So it's great. It's been going really, really good. So touch, touch wood, you know, um, yeah. it's been going really well. I'll send you some yeah, stuff awesome. too, Gabor, if you like. Just, uh, please. Pa- yeah, pay up front. I've got a couple of things here. <laughs> please, 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 please do, please do. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, are you still selling the MI audio head? Um, look, yes and no. It's up for <laughs> Truth be told, it's there for sale because I just bought a mess of boogie head and I need to sort yeah. of, not that she cares, but um, I kind of have a deal with my wife. If I buy something, I sell something. So, yeah. um, uh, one it, of those. It's up there for sale, um, but unless I get what I really want for it, I'll probably hold on to it. Uh, yeah. I've got a couple of backups now, but yeah, the new mess of boogie's going great, so... Yeah. Oh, I'm cool. really happy with that. Unreal. Good times. All right. Well, hey, let's jump into this musical. So uh, this is the JHS Guitar Pedals, the musical. I thought it was a joke for a long time, and then um, clearly it's not because it's been out for a few days. So, Rob, you've seen it? Yeah, I kind of watched it in the background last night while I was doing some uh, invoicing and set lists and stuff for the weekend. But yeah, um, yeah it was it was there in the background. I, I kind of it will kind of be new to me because I think I only watched half of it, but heard all of it. So. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, so I watched it last night as well. And Gabor, this is straight out. Yeah, all new for you. Yeah, I didn't watch it. No, I, I was actually going to watch it when you messaged uh, me, and you know, like that night, I, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll probably watch it. Um, but then you messaged me saying we're going to do this, and I went, no, no, I'm not watching it now. I, I want nice. to go in, you know. I want the the true reaction. <laughs> yeah, man, like the unboxing video. Like my unboxing videos, exactly. Which is yeah, the dumbest thing ever, but people videos. seem to like it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Here we go. So if you're uh, if you're playing along at home, I've got the uh, the YouTube clip open. It's it's back to zero. And uh, we're going to give it the Star Wars three, two, one, punch it, Chewie. Now on, on punch it, that's when I'm going to hit play. So if you're synchronizing at home, here we go: three, two, one, punch it, Chewie. 
And we're off! There's a band. Rhett Shul on guitar. Do you guys know him? Ah. Yeah, Brett Shul. Yeah. Doing a Murph and the Magic Tones impression yes. here. Yes. <laughs> we got Shagpile on those speakers. So it's kind of like the pre-show pre overture kind of thing. Yeah. It's a bit of a sort of Pink Panther kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah, it is. The scene, Nashville, Tennessee. The year, 1960. Nashville recording engineer Glenn Snoddy is tracking Marty Robbins' soon-to-be radio hit, Don't Worry, But Something Goes Wrong. There's a transformer malfunction in the recording console. In the middle of the recording, the guitar track is replaced by something unnatural. Naturally, Snotty edits it out and re-records the guitar. Actually, I think we're going to keep it. Say what now? Hey, Red, <laughs> listen. People are wanting this sound everywhere. How, how can we give it to them? Now, listen. I bet I could make a circuit, okay? And I could take that circuit and I could put it in a box so that other people could use it. So like a box that affects the sound. And a fax box. <laughs> oh man! So we got oh, Josh Scott and, and Nick from JHS. It's already better than Book of Mormon. Eureka! I'm up in Kalamazoo. They can build this. Where's Kalamazoo? It's mellow. It's rocking. It's tender. It's raw. Ah, oh, the costume. So the dude in the, the maestro fuzz tone costume, which looks like an apron or something. Plus many, many more. How many more? It expands even what? further the range of startling effects. Uh, wait, wait, stop! Oh, I knew a song was coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a musical. They say that I am different. Like somehow I'm more than the sum of my parts. I can be a guitar. But I'm also a horn, I'm also a saxophone, maybe a trumpet and a dash of cello. And still, it's why I was born. I think Josh Scott wrote all the tunes as well. A transformer that blew, or do I have a destiny entirely new? I was almost a failure, a box on the shelf. A brand new invention, a genesis unto myself. Cause I am the first, a brand new attraction. The reason Keith Richards can't get satisfaction. And still, <laughs> it's why I was born. I have so many possibilities. There's so many things that I can be no one knows what I can achieve don't worry dads I'll make you proud of me cuz I'm the FZ beautiful well, that was gorgeous <laughs> London. We find Gary Hurst sitting at his workbench in the back of Macari's musical instrument store. Maestro this, maestro that. What's all the fuss about? Snotty and Hobbs must be chuffed. I mean, it can't even sustain a note properly. Short-winded hunk of metal? It looks like a right dog's dinner. I can do better. 
You may not be the first, Petal, but you're going to be the best. I'll make you fuller, bigger, more attitude. <laughs> and Bob's your buncle. Now that's a pedal. This little beauty was no accident. Maestro, meet the big bad tone bender. Ah, oh, that was meant to be an English accent. Okay, cool. Boy, I'm much better than you, so you better step aside. Better yet, run and hide. We've kind of gone Hamilton. I hold notes that blow your brain. Sound so good that it's profane. Drive the engineers insane. People saying that I'm great. Truly the art of the state. You just got onto the scene. But you already late. Yeah, yeah. Rhett, <laughs> that's a cool it. tone. <laughs> yeah. He's a fuzz dude. Hey, Rhett's, Rhett's into it. That's a killer tone. Have you guys used been into tone bender fuzzers? Cl clones, yeah. I'd love, I'd love to have a real one, but um, yeah, clones, yeah. I have. Yeah, they're, they're great. Um, I'm really only just getting into fuzzers. Like it's so hard in a live band situation to make them work. Yes, yeah. you got to yeah. build the band around the fuzz. The yeah. fuzz needs to be. Yeah, yeah. The man, Ivor Arbiter. He's not an inventor. He's not even a guitarist. Nonetheless, he's about to change the face of pedal history forever. It reminds me, speaking of Book of Mormons, like, have you seen it, Hannibal the Cannibal? Is it Hannibal the Cannibal that the oh, same Hannibal the South the Park musical? guys did? Or Hannibal the Musical, yeah. yeah. Cannibal, yeah. That's Cannibal the Musical, that's what it was, yeah, or something like that. Okay. It reminds me of that, just similarly good acting. <laughs> but it's gold. I love this. This is fantastic. Something different. People need options. Maybe How's the accent? The accent is fantastic. <laughs> some, uh, some eyes, little notes. Yeah. What a face. Did somebody call for a face? Well, thank you, Mr. Arbiter. Calls the fuzz face. Ask oh. George Harrison, if I'm just a tease, ask Jimi Hendrix why he chose me. It's easy, I'm smoking hot. Everybody loves his face. Honestly, what's not to love? Everybody loves his face. I'm the visage you've all dreamed of. I've got style. I've got class. <laughs> I've got three fuzzes. My first one was a fuzz face circuit. And, um, man, I love it, but it is hard to work live. It is hard for it to cut and to sit in the mix the same way an overdrive or a distortion would. Oh, there's, I was about to say, there's no. Fuzz in that song, but there, there it is. <laughs> Here it comes, yes. And he's got your favourite shape guitar too there. Yeah, Good I think ball. that's a Novo who's playing. Yeah. I love those Novos, they look awesome. <laughs> I got charm coming out of my nose, and everybody loves 
good tunes. Great tunes. Huh. I'm guessing that was Very the Germanium. For engineer Brad Plunkett, it's a normal day in the lab. But guitarist Del Casher. It was a female singing, so yeah, Germanium, but more unpredictable. <laughs> Controversial. Whoops, sorry. <laughs> I wonder what that song would sound like with the silicon fuzz face um, costume. Unfortunately, what follows is an iconic case of misunderstanding. Yeah, it's it's for guitar. No, I, I know it sounds like a trumpet, but but it's for guitar. You want a what now? Yeah, sure. Why don't you just slap his face on it and call it the Clyde McCoy Wawa? Uh, oh, wait, wait, no. I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> it was my idea. <laughs> the outfits are great. <laughs> They're like amp covers, like speaker covers or something. <laughs> yeah, they are. Trust me, everything's crap. Oh, so People open your eyes because everything's crap. I'm a fraud and a clown. I'm the not real McCoy. So no wonder I'm down. Life's a big old killjoy. Everything's crap. <laughs> Say it's everything's crap. I was made for guitar, but a joke went too far. Casher's ready to snap. There's no point to my life. It's all heartache and strife because. Really? <laughs> I'll help Hendrix at Woodstock. Frank Zappa loves me. The Yardbirds and Cream, they just can't get enough of me. Will my wall really carry musicians to glory? Will my wall really make such a change in this story? As I stand here aghast. I guess I'm stating the obvious, but this is so niche. It is so nerdy and niche to get, even get these jokes in the in the songs. It's nuts. It's it is, yeah. I mean, it's it's a super niche market. The whole pedal thing, and I mean, this is as niche as it gets. Yeah. <laughs> but you've got to love that. Love you've got to love his dedication to the cause. Yeah. You know. Oh, absolutely. Colored television has become commonplace. And PBS officially launches with the support of viewers like you. At the same time, naval engineer Roger Mayer takes a risk that may just... Now there's a fuzz that works live. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cuts through. Excuse me, sir. Can I have a minute of your time? My bot's going to stay, so you got 10 seconds. Great. Nine. I want to show you something. Someone who could change your life. Mr. Hendricks, meet Octavia. Octavia, say hi. Hi. She's iconic. She's intense. When she's performing for a crowd. With Octavia, what you see is what you get. Gabor, did you guys do the um, Dan Electro octave fuzzes? Yes, yeah, the, um, uh, the 3699 fuzz and a few of those. They were great. Yeah, man, they sounded awesome. They're really, really cool. And we, we actually just did an Australian one by, um, what are they called? Um, Soundbox Workshop. That was a killer, okay. like an Octavia-style fuzz that has a separate octave and a fuzz side. That was a killer fuzz. Nice. Um, I love I love that stuff. I love Octavia kind of weird ring modulatory kind of fuzzes. They're some of my favourites. That new Jack White signature pedal that's coming out that looks amazing. Oh, with yes. the, the 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 three button one with the yeah, like what's the, it called the, the telephone the, the old telephone telegraph one. Yeah, yeah, stuff, that's yeah. A, that looks so cool. Oh. 
That looks heaps of fun. Um, oh, what is it called? That the Telegraph or something like that? Yeah, it's on my, I watched it, the demo the other night. I messaged them to see if they want to send us one, but no reply. <laughs> 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 Worth a crack. Well, I'll take it. I'm a huge fan, by the way. It's the Copper Sound Triple Graph. Triple, triple Graph, that's the one, yes, oh, okay, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, that sounds killer with the crazy fuzz and the like an octave and a stutter thing and yeah it's oh, it's 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 I, i'd like it a lot i think but yeah oh. i remember hearing moscow radio at night as a child blasting propaganda into the japanese airways i don't remember hearing much but i remember hearing swishing whooshing washing swishing sound I wonder if I can put that into the pedal. She's super You think you can see me, but I'm really not there. You think you can touch me. All right, Matt here again. We've got the Uni Vibe song going on. It's very, very cool. Hey, I just want to take this chance, though, to remind you that uh, the Guitar Speak podcast is brought to you by Fretboard Biology, the comprehensive online guitar system put together by Joe Elliott, former head of guitar at Guitar Institute in LA and also the McNally Smith Music College. Please check out the links in my show notes for more information about fretboard biology. All right, back to Pedals the Musical. I want to. I want to question the choice of wardrobe here with those runners. <laughs> I don't think they're period correct. It's just me, just me being picky. Nah, not good enough now. Not good enough. That's it. Turn it off, Matt. Turn it off. <laughs> also got some questionable uh, guitar lip syncing here. <laughs> no, no, that's all. He plays it for real. <laughs> that's a great line for the uni vibe. Yeah. When your voice is too weak, let my pulsy voice speak. Again, it's a strange effect to get to cut through in a live, like a big live band situation. Yeah, yeah. That's why it works so well when he did just, uh, you know, Star Spangled Banner just by himself. It, it, it yes. became the effect of the song. Yeah, or when Gilmore uses it, because there's so much air, like it's got yeah, room so to ba- breathe. and yeah, yeah, yeah. You need space in the song. Yeah. I like how the fuzz face and the wah are back on stage now. Yeah. Ah, yes. For the authentic Hendrix uh, signal. Now, will Rhett have it before or after the wah? <laughs> oh, yeah, I wonder if that's the, uh, yeah. the pedal order. <laughs> Good point. Good question. Or is he using the HX stomp? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> It's all fake. It's all digital effects, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's all from a Spider Mark III. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) New York City, 
Maybe Hendrix though, like almost always a power trio, so there's a lot of room for the guitar to yeah. yeah. To dig it in a big, well, in a like big sort of band thing, yeah, it's it's hard to get them to work. Again, I've got a Univibe, a digital one programmed in one of my sounds, but I kick it in every now and then, and then I just turn it off after a couple of bars. Yeah. I love it though. I love it's so cool to hear. It's a great yeah. sound. Yeah. It'd be funny if they had like an in joke there. Sorry. I find that Leslie works way better, like a Leslie vibe, and then you can go the fast and the slow, and you get that. It's not quite a phaser and it's not quite a uni vibe, but it tends to cut through better in a live situation. Yeah, nice. Slow Leslie's great. Yeah. I love the slow setting on Leslie. That sounds really cool. Now, what I was saying before, I wonder if there was like an in-joke in that whole thing that they were using all... It was all like a helix or something like that. <laughs> They're talking about all these pedals, but it was all the digital stuff. <laughs> I think I saw a um, behind the scenes with Retchel and um, Josh Scott as well, where they're, they're running through the rig, so that'd be interesting. Big Muff, you guys played these? Nah, only digital recreations again. I never got along with Big Muffs. I never got along with them. I don't know. Again, you're losing a lot of mid-range, so it's hard to make it work unless you're in a really loud guitar situation where you can just dominate. I picked up last year a, um, a Maxon Distortion Sustainer, I think it's called. It's essentially the... Um, the Japanese Big Muff. Okay. It's, it's really cool, but again, live, I, it's on yeah. and off my board, really. I mean, my, my gigs are, are very meat and potatoes, tube screamer, Marshall in the box kind of tones. So I'm not the best advertisement for some of these tones, but I love hearing them. I just don't, know, don't always get them to work to play live. Is it? Angry, well, that tough looking awesome, dude. Man. That does sound great, yeah. But I don't think that's just a muff on its own. I think there's something else there, but. Right, right. To me, that sounds like there's something else there. Unless it's a, like a special vintage muff that. I mean, Josh has got every pedal ever made, so. Just about, so. Yeah, I reckon they would have been using the real pedals. Just trying to see his pedal board there and. There's some big silver boxes. Yeah. But there's a behind the scenes video that came out today. It's about two oh, hours. Oh really? Long okay. Or something, so Yeah, cool. That's what we'll, we'll, we should watch that next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's crap. I like that guy. <laughs> So the maestro's got a new enclosure. Oh, poor maestro. They're <laughs> <laughs> bagging the maestro. Basically got the phases and the octaves to fall back on. There's the hint for the sequel.
I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best please subscribe ever. <laughs> Oh, sequel. I want a sequel. That's for sure. Yeah, 70s. Come on. <laughs> I want to see the, the MXR flanger and the Phase 90 and... The Metal Zone. Metal <laughs> <laughs> of course you want to see the Metal Zone. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> oh, man. The Metal Zone it could be like its own spin-off miniseries. It, it should. <laughs> I mean, it's, isn't it the, the biggest selling pedal ever in the history of, of pedals in the world? I think it is. One or one of the anyway. Yeah, it's one of the big, if not the biggest boss selling yeah. seller, for yeah. sure. Really? Which probably oh, makes it one of the biggest ever in the, like, generally pedal-wise, because, I mean, be. boss is... I guess maybe the Tube Screamer after, I don't know. I don't know, one of those. It'd be interesting to know what actually the biggest ever seller is. Yeah, it would. It would. So, yeah, there's got to be a sequel. So, well, let's do decades. So, 70s, what 70s pedals do we need to see? Well, yeah, Phase, phase 90, the MXR yep. Flanger. DoD um, 250, yep. I would go for that one. That's, oh, that, yeah. That was yep. a cool pedal that came out. And uh, Rat, the Rat is 70s. Rat. But maybe it was that early 80s, but the Tube was Screamer early definitely. 80s? Yeah. SD1. Tube Screamer was 70s. SD1, yep. I mean, the, all the Boss Compacts. Yeah, C1, Pretty much 70s, all of them, yeah. yeah. C1. Um, what else is 70s? Um, I don't know. Is the Shinai stuff 70s? Uh, that was probably 70s, yeah, I guess, yeah, actually. Yeah. Like Delay, Memory Mans, those types of things? Memory Man, oh yeah, yeah, Electromonics Memory Man, that would have come out second half of the 70s. Yep. Yeah, so... Um, all of that stuff. There's tons of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the rack so stuff 80s. started too, right? In the oh, late seventies. Ah, that's oh. that's. I love all that old rack stuff. That's um, I'm a bit of a sucker for all that. So eighties, yeah. So the racks, absolutely. Um, yeah, I wonder if the rats was early eighties. I'm not sure if it was. If, I think it started late seventies. Okay. Um, um, but then the yeah then, then it sort of became a popular in the in the, in the early eighties. But um, definitely DoD two fifty. Um, that's one that I would yep. that that I think that was quite a big game changer sort of pedal that came out. That's that's um, that's sort of second half of the seventies. Yeah, yeah, just okay, all cool. those analog delays and you know that was a big thing. TM2 yep. was at 70s. I think that was the Boss TM2. I think that was late 70s when it first came out. Um, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. That, there's, that, there's too much to name. That's a problem. The only problem is then as yeah. you come into the 2000s and stuff, then it gets ridiculous with the amount of stuff that came out. But. <laughs> <The> <laughs> we'll have to do a 24-hour like musical yeah, just going yeah, yeah. through. like First yeah. boutique pedals, oh, they can argue about that, but I always thought it was full tone. But uh, Fulton was one of the first. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I remember seeing Fulton, like the Full Drive Two, being one of the first boutiquey, you know, brands, um, in the guitar magazines and stuff. But I'm sure there were other people making, making pedals. Yeah. 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 Clon, yeah. um, Bill Finnegan. He started fairly early. Um, I don't know when he actually started, but early nineties, like yeah. first half of the nineties at least. I, I'm always I always get in trouble when I say these things, but um I consider DOD one of the first boutique makers, not in terms of boutique as in high end stuff, but they really in a in a thing that is a like Matt was saying before, it's a massive nerdy niche market, the whole pedal thing. They were like the niche of the niche market. They they you know, with with all the grunge pedals and the death metal pedal, with weird uh -huh. graphics and the, the the knobs with names on it that it made no sense whatsoever, and you had no <laughs> idea what they did. Yeah. yeah. And they started that in sort of '94, um, and like thinking way outside of the box. They were. Yeah. I'm a massive DoD nerd. Um, 
And uh, you can watch a lot of videos on DOD pedals on my channel. Uh, but <laughs> shameless self-promotion. But, um, but uh, yeah, I always called them one of the first sort of boutique pedals because they were sort of thinking outside the box and thinking of the design and the, the looks aspect too. And, I mean, nowadays, that's such a huge part of pedals, the visual of it, you know, the design of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, do you guys remember your first pedal? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first one, it? the first pedal I got, I was given was a DS1. Uh, so yeah. That, that's, I was given, but the first pedal I bought myself was the Zoom 505. Yeah. Which I still think is one of the coolest things ever. <laughs> so, you're so young, man. So young. <laughs> I'm a child of the 90s. What can I say? <laughs> Oh, man. How about you, Rob? Um, well, mine was a GCB95, Jim Dunlop crybaby. It's all I nice. wanted. Like, I just yeah. was plugging into amps, and then and I just wanted a wah pedal. I was a huge Hendrix Clapton fan, No Quarter by Led Zeppelin. Like, all that was all the stuff I was listening to, and all I wanted was a wah pedal. So, that was the first one. And then I wanted to just start doing what I do now with crazy you know, gain stacking amps even back when I was 17 and 18. So I bought a Boss Jewel Overdrive pedal yeah. and plugged it into a three-channel Laney solid-state amp for like <laughs> gain stacking back then. It was crazy. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Man, you're onto it early. I, I discovered that late in life. I wish I, wish I was stacking stuff earlier. That's the best. <laughs> Yeah, the whole My stacking thing pedal. was something that I got to quite late too. I was never the, the stacking kind of guy. But recently, uh -huh. I mean, last, I don't know, decade or so, I've been a massive yeah. gain stacker guy. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. think I realized what I was doing back then. It was just like, oh, this amp has a clean sound. I'm playing in a trio. I need to cover a bunch of different sounds. And there wasn't many pedals on the market. I remember the dual overdrive was kind of the first of its kind with the concentric knobs yeah, and yeah. that I could go, oh, I've got a, I'll use this channel on the Laney for clean. And then I've got three options of gain on that pedal with the clean. And then oh, I'll use this channel for my crunch channel and then channel three for my lead. And then I've got three different options on each channel. Um, so I was just always thinking, how do I get that versatility from yeah, cool. from the gear that I had? And then you're mixing yourself. Like I had the terrible PAs when I was young, but so they were just vocals. We all did. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you got to, you're just using vocals. So how do I get my guitar solos to jump out? And it was always, I was always trying to think of ways to make that happen without having to put a mic in front of it and turn it up in the middle of a song and then back down. And Yeah. 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 Man, I was looking for one pedal or one amp to do it all. And I just couldn't find it. I, I even, I had a, I had a boogie dual rectifier and I wasn't playing new metal. I was doing rock and covers shows. And uh, if I had known, just whack a tube screeper in front of it, I would have, yeah. I'd still be rocking that now. But uh, yeah, my first pedal going back in, I bought in 86, 1986 out of the, the trading post. It was a Boss DS1. And yeah. uh, man, unreal, unreal. And then a couple of years later for Christmas, I got a, an Ibanez 10 series digital flanger, ah. which at the time I loved it, but eventually sold it for something stupid. And then, uh, and now they're, they're super rare. The and, series. And, and we, we can thank Josh for that uh, amongst, we can. well, John Mayer and Josh Smith. Yeah. They're the two people we can yeah. thank for the 10 series going crazy. Yeah. 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 And, uh, Tom Morello, he, apparently he's got the 10 series flanger. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, for yeah. the uh, killing in a name of intro. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Wish he just had a BF2 and then, you know, maybe I could pick up another. Ibanez cheap, but yeah, yeah. Yep, fun and fun and game. I was just watching um, 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 Produce Like a Pro. I don't know if any of you guys watch that channel, Produce Like a Pro. Mm -hmm. um, and they were just doing a thing where they had Graham Coxon from Blur. And oh, yeah. uh, yep. they were running through the whole um, Modern Life is Rubbish album. Yep. Uh, and he was going through it and, you know, pl kind of playing along. And then he asked, oh, so what, what um, effects we're using? And he said, oh, it's all boss. That's all he could get back in the days. And the guy was like, uh, I think his name is Warren Hewitt, the host. He's like, what? 
I thought, you know, you were rock stars playing all these mythical things that, you know, someone <laughs> made for you. And it's like, nah, just playing boss. It was a BF, uh, BF2, the, uh, you yeah. know, and, and, a, uh, and a rat and a DS1 and stuff like that. That's all he basically yeah. played. <laughs> and he wouldn't believe it that, oh, man, you got all those cool sounds out of that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if it was good enough for well, Prince, like Prince just had pedal boards of boss pedals. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's e- exactly easy to what get. I was going to say, yeah. If it breaks, yeah, easy to get replacements. That's what Prince was all totally. about. Oh, Inside. Totally. So good. Man. I've been that watching, actually, on a side in, uh... note, I've been watching so much of um, videos lately on, uh, there's, a, there's a YouTube channel, uh, Sounds, uh, um, uh, what are they called, the studios? Uh, uh, Sun, Sunset Sounds? Sound? Yeah, Sunset Sound Studios, that's right. Uh, they're doing their own videos and, and they're talking about the sessions that were there. And there were just there's a whole bunch of these things, these sort of roundtables where they talk about Prince when he was because he lived almost lived there for a long time. Wow! And just wow. how quickly he worked, man. It's I just he's such an interesting cat, Prince. And and oh yeah, um, those those stories have been amazing, especially the Van Halen ones. I, you know, with the passing of Ed, that getting yeah. getting all that you know inside information. And I don't know if the producer produced like a pro one you're talking about is that English guy. Yeah, Warren Stewart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he did the Van Halen, how they recorded Van Halen one, and used oh, the, at, at, yeah, the yeah, college yeah, that's kids right. to recreate it. it that's was, it. That yeah, was, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh man, that sounds cool. That sounds awesome. I just picked up two um, Van Halen two in 1984 on 180. Um, G vinyl today. Vinyl, oh nice. The remastered, and I just uh, can't can't wait till the weekend's over and I can come back and crank, crank them up. it. Yeah, <laughs> nice. When the wife's at nice. school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I was, um, I guess, like all of us, yeah, was was re-listening to all that stuff. Um, what album was I like digging up? Fair warning, that's phenomenal. Yeah, pretty much any record is, but that that's stuck out to me I, I probably hadn't listened to it for a long time but it's killer I've got my customer order sitting down at the local record shop in Byron and uh, so I've got fair warning sitting there for me to pick up the remastered and the 30th anniversary of Shake Your Money Maker the Black Crows so oh, I'm oh, waiting nice. to pick those two up that's uh, a cool album nice. that's a great yeah. album yeah. Oh, it's my childhood right there <laughs> nice, nice. Man, there's a lot of good guitars going on any time in history, eh? It's, it's always it's always magic to pick up. And there's actually it's funny, there's I just read an article today, uh Marty Friedman, you know, um super shredder man yeah. guy. He reckons uh um uh YouTube and social media guitar guys are the people that saved guitar over the last few years, so yeah, right. I pat myself on the back. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had that kind of influence, but no. But uh, um, I mean, they've become the new not me because you know we're still small, but um, the bigger channels they've become the new rock stars. You know, they get signature guitars, they get signature amps, yep. signature yep. pedals. You know, they've become the new rock stars. Yeah, it's amazing. Well, they're selling Influences. the gear, people. Influencers, that's it. Yeah. They're selling the gear. They're moving it. So, I wish yeah. I wish I had that kind of influence. <laughs> Oh, I mean, even I mean, look at that pedal show. You know, they've yeah. got the the Keeley pedal. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're When's hu- Moz making yours, Gabor? <laughs> uh, well, if anyone wants to make mine, <laughs> I'm available and very cheap. So, <laughs> what would it, what would it be then, Gabor? What my, if you're going to have a signature pedal? What would it be? We were actually just talking about that with Alex not long ago. Uh, what we should, yeah. what we would make, and for me right now, we were just saying before Fuzz, I've, I've been really going through a. F- phase fuzz phase not face but phase a phase of fuzz <laughs> so it would be some sort of a big massive wild fuzz and i always need a, a kind of whammy pitch shifter thing in my life so there would be some sort of a whammy kind of thing attached and maybe some sort of a delay so maybe kind of like that jack white uh, triple triple graph or whatever it's called um something similar to that but but my take on it i think that would be Something along those lines at the moment. I think you're describing a 505. Or a Zoom. Well, <laughs> the Zoom Gabor. That's the, that's the next thing that could be it. <laughs> and what, what's on Alex's side? Because you've got to have the dual thing. Alex was doing a fuzz and a compressor, I think. It was something kind of a bit... 
I don't know. He he he's the he he actually thinks about this stuff. I just I just say what comes out of first thing that comes into my head. <laughs> um, oh, that's cool. He's that's the most cool. straightforward guy. Under I, I do the I do, yeah, weird sounds. Nice. Well, you need the yin and the yang. That's perfect. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Hey, fellas, thank you so much. This has been, it's fun. It's always lovely to catch up with you guys. And um, Yeah, likewise. I think it was for a good cause tonight. Checking Absolutely. Out the show. Yeah, no, that was, that was a lot of fun. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Matt. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, pleasure. And um, yeah, I mean, we spoke all over it, so we'll have to listen to it again and, and hear what they're saying. But um, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> and I hope they do a sequel. We won't have to reconvene. That yeah. sounds like a great idea. 70s are in my wheelhouse, absolutely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. They, they should definitely do by decades. I think it would be great. Yeah, I mean, I think I can, that's what they're hinting at, yeah. I can imagine there's a lot of work that, that went into that, so it's not something they're going to do every week at a different decade, but um, uh, yeah. it would be cool. To, I, I'd, I'd be totally up for that. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, well, stay tuned we'll, uh, and stay subscribed as they, as they sang to us. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe and hit that bell notification. For, uh, yeah. And that in song, that's just perfect. That's that's yeah. No better way. <laughs> Good luck. All right, cool. Thank you, guys. We'll talk soon. Awesome, man. Thank you. Yes, Thanks, man. All right, there you go. Pedals, the musical commentary track. I hope there are some sequels. If there is, we might jump in on this again. It's been really fun. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hey, thanks again to Fretboard Biology for sponsoring today's program. Please check out the links in our show notes. And my great thanks to Rob and Gabor. I'll uh, leave some links to, to their endeavors as well. If you want to check them out more, I encourage you to do that too. All right, my name's Matt Wakeling. Thank you so much for joining me on the Guitar Speak podcast, and I'll catch you next time. Bye now.